Previously on Chosen Ones, Shui finally is able to activate the confession booth, coming face to face with the goddess Mizuni, who taunts him about his failure to see through her deception. She attacks him, and Peter intervenes. The confessional appears to change for a moment to someone crying as Peter steps inside, but he quickly throws his sword through the booth and ends the training for the day. Shui runs off to a nearby pond to try and dispose of the sword. Aviath approaches Brandy to talk to him about his use of necromancy and tries to persuade him to use other forms of magic. Theo goes to comfort Shui, and Shui is able to communicate with his sword directly for the first time. After returning to the cabin, Peter takes Shui aside to apologize for their conversation the previous day. He tells Shui that despite this, he has no plans to be Shui's mentor, but the young sword singer doesn't seem particularly bothered by this. Instead, he invites Peter to a concert, hoping to host it at a later date. One, two, three, clap. This can be like... <laughs> okay. Um, I couldn't hear anyone else clap when you said it. I only heard my clap and you saying discombobulate. <laughs> you like really zeroed in on that word. You were just like this motherfucker. We will jump right into Brandy. So, um... It's gotten pretty late into the night at this point. You remember that Estel said at some point that she was going to have curfews in place. It doesn't look like she started that since she only found out about it today. Um, but it is dark outside now, around the time you guys have been going to bed. Are you heading back, Brandy? Heading on back. Currently have Mirror out as he's walking back towards his cabin. Like, looking at himself, and then occasionally using disguise self to make himself look human. And then undoing it, and then doing it again, just as he's walking back and looking at his, uh, his nasty tattoos that he's got. Real bummed, essentially, before he puts the mirror away, and then eventually gets back to the cabin, uh, with his bandages still off, and enters cabin. You were out late, Brandy? Uh, yeah, I was, uh... Just, you know, I got distracted, I guess. Uh, uh, well... You know, with the, um... Uh, creature out and everything, maybe try not to do that? Alright, the bear, yeah, I'll, uh... No, you I feel like you were there when we... (laughs) So when Brandy says right the bear Shui's like he crosses his arms and he's on like nodding his head like right right yep mm-hmm, the bear mm-hmm. no you were definitely there when we explained it I know I'm I'm just I'm just messing around Theo gives like a a look of like okay <laughs> <laughs> um he he decides not to really bother <laughs> I don't know, explain to Shui if Essel's gonna do it soon. So. It turns out it wasn't a bear. It was some kind of a magic spell was causing it to make it sound like they were describing a bear when it was something else entirely. She's like, What? <laughs> it wasn't a bear? 
No, not at all, apparently. I told you it wasn't a bear. But then you would proceed to describe a bear, at least that's what we heard. Uh, uh, okay, right. It, ma magic, right, of course. Okay, no, I'm sorry. We can say for the sake of ease that you took that drawing you made with you. Okay, he'll take it out of his pocket then. And I'll fold it and show it up to Chewie. Like, it looked like this. Uh, that's not a bear. Exactly. Exactly. So, definitely not a bear. As far as we know, it's just a fairy tale creature that repeats what others say. It's called a jabber. So it's a, a copycat. Um, I, I guess. Like, they forgot who they were, so they repeat others to try to find themselves again. A little strange, but um, I guess I don't blame them. At first glance, it seems like there's nothing wrong with that, but what's concerning is how it managed to get here in the first place. Should have been a barrier that stopped them. Right. Uh, I guess... Well, with us bringing it up to Estel, I'm sure the um, people in charge will look into it. Leviath just nods. Randy goes and lays down. Oh, drinks the stuff, too. Roll wisdom save. Leviath grabs out his Bible and starts reading, like the nerd he is. Fuck me. Twelve. Okay. You've got about a fourth of that left. Theo was actually going to take note on of Brandy's markings, but because you literally said Brandy takes his medicine right then... Can Theo notice that? <laughs> sure. I'm not trying to be sneaky. Um, so not much is left. How much did you say, Cassie? A fourth? A fourth. Okay, and how long has it been since he was given that? About a week, because you're at the end of Peter's training. So your next check-in should be soon. You weren't told how long it was supposed to last. But how for how big it is, how long does it look like it was supposed to last? He was only supposed to be taking a sip a day. It's like a flask. Okay. Like a clear flask. Ah, okay. So yeah, definitely less than. <laughs> okay. You know, I'll take none of that. It's like, oh, Brandy, your, uh, your medicine. Not much left, huh? Yes, not. Uh, but you were being careful not to take too much, right? Yeah, I've been trying to be. Theo gives um, an awkward smile. <laughs> like... Yeah, okay. It'd be easier if they told me, gave me like a dosage, not just like a sip. I don't know what the hell that means. Right. Um, do you know if you're supposed to get any more after that's gone? No idea. Right, okay. Uh, well, good night. <laughs> he, he looks concerned. Yeah, good night. So you all go to sleep, have a pretty uneventful night in terms of anything happening. But you do hear early in the morning, a little bit earlier than you're used to, kind of like, you think at first that it's knocking, but then you realize it actually appears to be hammering outside of your door. Leviath goes out in half of his armor to check what the hammering is. Which half? <laughs> oh, that's important, correct? Which half, yeah. <laughs> the bottom half. Uh, that's going to be like weird and go like, Left side. The left body. side, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to protect the family jewels. <laughs> oh my god. The left nut and not the right nut. 
That's the only one that works. Okay. <laughs> Listen to all these things that aren't going to make it into the podcast. I got canceled. <laughs> um, so yeah, Aviath goes out and you see uh, Wynn currently standing up on a ladder outside of your cabin with a little like wooden um, sign almost that appears to have some kind of engraving in it that he's hanging up outside your cabin. And when you come out, he gives you a wave and he's like, oh, hi, oh, ah! and he starts to fall. Oh, Levi tries to catch him. Roll an athletics check. All right. Watch him get a nat one. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Why'd you so say that? So with a one plus six, that would be a seven. Um, he falls on you and both of you fall and some of your armor comes off and scatters out onto the front of the lawn. You all just hear this loud clamoring. It sounds like several buckets hitting each other. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I'm sorry, I tried to catch you. It looks like I... No, you're good. I was the one who lost my footing. Leviath gets back on and starts picking up pieces. <laughs> I can't believe my armor broke apart so easily. Probably helps if you have all of it together. That's true. Sorry, did I wake you up? Um, no, I was in the middle of putting on my outfit. Um... <laughs> outfit? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you start working so early? Oh, uh, Estel had a meeting last night with the mentors and Arthur and talked about some extra security measures about something you guys saw. Oh, I see. Well, I'm relieved that uh, you're getting on it. Yeah, we're just putting up some wards, making sure nothing can enter that wasn't given permission, essentially. Oh, some wards. Interesting. Yeah. He's gonna take a peek. It looks like a wooden um, sign that has a symbol burned into it. Does the ward prevent everyone from going in and out, or is it more specific than that? It's just to protect you guys so no one can come in. So all of the mentors are given permission, you guys are given permission, but no one from other cabins can come in, and no one that we haven't given permission to can come in. Oh, we also gave the medic permission, just in case. Mm, sounds good. Fantastic. Thank you for your hard work. Yeah, of course. Uh, Peter should be by pretty soon to pick you guys up. All right, I'll get ready. <laughs> Let me just put on my armor. <laughs> like he always does. And when uh, takes his little, he's got a little bucket full of these symbols and looks like he was doing your guys' first and continues on to the next cabin. So if they weren't awake already, Avaya wakes them up by clanking inside. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh, <laughs> uh, Wind was working on a... On a... I forgot what it was called, a spellcasty thing to ward off others. A security measures. Thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Um Well, let's get there starting on that so soon. I would say Shui, as he's getting ready for the day and waiting on like Peter to show up, he's probably being like super fucking annoying. Uh talking to his sword. <laughs> uh so he's probably doing stuff like Hey, hey, what's your favorite food? Uh, I love salmon and uh, pork buns and rice balls and uh, pan-fried water buck and- <gasps> Ooh, green flower mooncake. Have you ever had green flower mooncake? I can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's like, oh, that's- I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he goes like, uh, and then he just continues with other like random questions. Can you feel pain? No, stop. <laughs> 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 no. 
I just it's funny to picture him being all excited and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but we yeah. didn't hear the response. It's just like he's yeah. so excited that he suddenly stopped. <laughs> but he's probably like, hey, what do you think of Master Peter? He's scary. He's like, I know, right? Wait, scary? <laughs> he's got that big angry sword. Can you talk to other elven swords? Uh-huh. <gasps> and she's like, uh, what's what does Master Peter say? It doesn't talk, really. Shui kind of tilts his head. Avaya pulls out his sword and he's like, can my sword talk? Hello, sword. Uh, Avaya, I think that was sort of a thing for with Hello! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, I guess. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. It looks like my sword can't talk. He sheets the bag. I think it was a special case for, um, Shuey. <laughs> okay, so you guys continue to get ready in the morning before eventually you hear a knock on your door. This time very clearly a knock, um, kind of soft on the outside. Wyatt slams open the door. Hello there! It's Peter. Blinks a little bit, a little caught off guard by your enthusiasm there. And clears his throat and he's like, <clears throat> You have one more day with me. Your training is complete, but we have to go over a few things. A review sounds like a great idea. Good morning, Master Peter. Good morning, Shuey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what got me was like the delay. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was considering whether or not to correct you. <laughs> I'll be at the church when you're ready. Come along. All right then, we'll meet you there. So you guys finish getting ready and eventually make your way to the church. You see Essence coming out um, of her cabin, also making her way to the church, and you guys go inside and take your places in the pews. Uh, Wind's already there, sitting up on the stage again next to Peter. And Peter looks out towards you all, and is just like, you all completed your training, so we have a few extra days here. There's nothing really left for you to do with me, but I will prepare you for your final that you will be having later. Have any of you heard of an astral golem? Shuey looks lost already. Peter waits for a moment and looks around and no one seems like they know what he's talking about, so he continues. Um, it's just like, an astral golem is a golem constructed in the astral plane that has the ability to connect to your psyche. It will present something to you you are afraid of, not necessarily the thing you are most afraid of, but something that usually involves a flight or fight response. This could be something as literal as spiders to as vague as the feeling of falling, and the way it presents itself often will adjust to your current mindset. You will be facing this creature for your final with me. No. Oh. <laughs> that sounds concerning. But I will not fail. Shui's thinking, he's like, what am I afraid of? Hmm. Hmm. He's like really thinking. Don't think about it too hard. Oftentimes the golem will pick up on what exactly you're thinking is and twist it into something else because it's much more frightful to see something you're not expecting. And is everybody going to be seeing this thing or is it going to be like in the uh, confessional where it's just one on one? It is a public presentation. Oh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All the mentors will be present to see how you deal with extreme stress. 
Theo's already sweating. Yeah. <laughs> Avaya looks totally confident. I want you to be aware we are able to turn the golem off at any point. It is a creature that was created by our founder, Arthur, so he has a pretty tight hold on it. Uh, Shui just looks excited. He doesn't fully understand the situation just yet. Theo <laughs> just gives Brandy a worried look, I guess. Yeah. Is similarly worried luck. Well, you have today and tomorrow before your training with Libris begins. And then, after your training with Libris, you will have one additional week to prepare, go over your assessments with Arthur, and then do your finals. And from there, you will be given a mentor, and we can get started. Question, Cassie. Did Estel mention what her final was going to consist of? She did not. Wow, cool move. It's going to be a fucking quiz. It's going to be a fucking quiz. <laughs> Shui has eight intelligence. Mood, Shui. Same. <laughs> Shui's like, man, I hope we get to lift books. I hope our job is lifting them. <laughs> Damn. Theo has literally almost double your intelligence. <laughs> it shows. Leviathan <laughs> also has eight intelligence. Oh my oh. god. Damn boy squad. <laughs> Same hat. <laughs> This group has four brain cells and Theo has all of them. Literally <laughs> all of the sparks in training also have pretty low intelligence, so it's you're just all really God. fucking stupid <laughs> besides Theo. This generation's gone great. Yeah, you looked up the intelligence score for everybody. Who's the smartest? Is it the cat? Um, It's a tie. Let me look again. It's a tie between Riddle and Titus. I knew it was Riddle. Okay. Smart boy squad. No wonder Theo's gonna choose Riddle for his fight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Aviath will speak up and say, I can't wait to see the creature that Arthur's created. I'm looking forward to a challenge against this golem. The purpose isn't always to fight it. Sometimes the purpose is just to stand your ground. If it's something more abstract, you may not be able to fight it. Yeah, like what the fuck are you supposed to do if it's a fear of falling? Not fall? It presents itself in interesting ways. You might... Believe the ground below you has vanished and feel like you are about to fall. Oh, uh, I, I can't swing my sword at it? <laughs> you can. Swing your sword at inertia. Avaya <laughs> <laughs> is literally like, I don't know what to do if I can't swing my sword at something. You sounded so broken. <laughs> I can't swing my sword at it? What? If the golem is too badly damaged, it will return to the astral plane. And what happens if, uh, someone fails? Then the golem will turn itself off. It is not meant to be something that is to harm you. But, um, what if you fail? Okay, for, for any of the finals, what if you fail one of them? The point is for us to be able to see where you need to improve, and who would be the most helpful and the most beneficial for you to have as a mentor. There is no harm in failing. Okay. We're not going to kick you out just because you fail an exam. The point is to protect you. If you fail, it just gives you all the more reason to stay. Hmm. So if you don't want to stay, if that's your goal, and he's kind of looking around at everyone, then do well. But should we, uh... <laughs> salutes Peter again. He's like, yes, master! Uh, I'll certainly try. Yes, so just a reminder, in two days' time, your next training session will be with Libris, who surprisingly has more religious ties to her training than myself. 
She prefers to go in the evening, so I suggest you all relax until then and make sure you get plenty of sleep that day. It will be a late night for you. The evening, you mean like how when Estel said she was going to put a, a curfew? Libris's training is special. It has to be done at night. Okay, that doesn't change the fact that there's a curfew and a potentially dangerous creature out there. You will have a mentor with you, one who is incredibly capable of protecting you. Eh, okay, yeah, sure. And Libris's training does not take place behind the walls. It takes place outside of them. Oh, yeah, so much safer. That puts me at ease. Uh, come on, Brandy, it, it'll probably be fine. Yeah. Just keep close to her during your training. Libris's training is probably the safest of any of ours. Shiri's, like, leaning into a vibe. And just like, hey, do you think Master Libris is super strong? Well, of course. She was one of the chosen ones. And she kind of, like, shivers. Or shakes. <laughs> and vibrates. He vibrates. There we go. Um, in excitement. And he's just like, oh, I can't wait. Can't wait either. Her training's a special one. Peter starts to get up, looks like he's done talking, uh, and when speaks before, he starts to gather his things. I don't know what he fucking has, but I guess his he's sword. gathering them. His sword. <laughs> he picks up his sword. And a bouquet of roses for Estel. <laughs> oh my god. No, he's not fucking romantic. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Okay, so Wynn speaks up and is just like, Uh, were you going to join in? Just gotta know if I gotta be up late that night, too. And Peter looks over at him and is just like, Oh, think about it. Class is dismissed. You all can go. Great. Revice doesn't say louder loud enough for Peter to hear. Revice's like, oh, we didn't really do much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everyone went through their training uh, in the, the confessional, so... Essence was quiet throughout all of that. No quippy remarks, no glances at anyone, just quiet. And she gets up and leaves when he's done. That's nice. Is this what peace feels like? (laughs) (laughs) It's not Shuey, but in the back of his mind. (laughs) Shuey is going to go up to Peter before leaving. Is everyone else still here? Or did they exit? Uh, Exit, probably. Yeah, I'm gone. Tobias is gone. Okay, so just you and Peter, and when? Aww. Shui is smiling uh, pretty brightly at Peter, and he takes his sword in his hand, and he kind of, like, holds it up. Yesterday, Theo helped me realize something um, important, and he kind of, like, turns his sword, like, horizontally, and kind of, like, holds it in his hands, you know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> um, and he's just like I I can talk to my sword now he says uh, a, like a glimmer in his eyes that's good already made more progress than me <laughs> <laughs> and Shui was just like I felt really bad about um, trying to get rid of it um, after training yesterday but he looks at the sword and he's like but it sounds really nice and I think we'll be good friends he says it's good it's good to develop a bond with your weapon maybe maybe you can do it too 
low chuckle at that that I can't do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> like I told you before, it's not my sword, so it will never talk to me. Maybe. And he kind of tilts his head. Maybe your sword doesn't talk. Mine says that your sword doesn't say much. He kind of like grabs it tightly at that. It's just like, I'm sure it doesn't want to talk. Huh. Like, who wouldn't want to talk? <laughs> uh, but he, otherwise, he kind of like shakes his head and he's like, um, I just, um, I just wanted you to know. And he gives Peter a bow um, and waves at him and does a little trot out. Watches you go. No change in expression. Goodbye. He's so fucking hard to get. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he does that. She does that. And tries to catch up with his friends. Yeah, when you're leaving, Wynn's like, Bye, Chewie! Bye, Master Wynn! We'll work on it! <laughs> I love that boy. So you guys have two days before Libris' training if there was anything that you wanted to do. I want to hang out. Vibe. Chewie's gonna hang out, pass out his flowers. <laughs> oh my god. Bless, bless you. Bless you. Bless you, Brandy. Brandy's like, it's the devil. No, okay, sorry. <laughs> Stop. Don't say that. <laughs> he says that when looking in the mirror every day. <laughs> Shui passes out his flyers. The day before, he passed them out to, uh, it was just Peter. Uh, but now he's passing them out to everyone else. Even Essence. What's this? Shui's like, oh, uh, well... We've all been working really hard here at this uh, this training camp for the past how long? It's like it's been like a month or something. It's been about a month, I'd say. It's the end of Peter's training, so it's been three weeks. Okay, um, for a couple of weeks now, and I thought people could use uh, something to relax. Uh, so I came up with this. He says, and he like holds up the flyer. Yeah. Um, and he smiles, and he's just like, it'll be really fun. Uh, Mentor Estel told me that uh, Master Peter really likes music. <laughs> Still trying to get Master Peter to notice you? Uh, he shakes his head, no, at that. No, this is different. I want to thank him. He already told me that he won't be my mentor. Um, but that's okay. I'm not sad. And I understand why he said, or why he made that choice. But even then, he uh, kind of looks a little resolved. I learned a lot from him, even if he doesn't think so. <laughs> well, it's all very sweet. And you know... With all your enthusiasm, you even had me calling him Master Peter. <laughs> <laughs> she chuckles with the, uh... And I also want to thank you guys. You've been... You've been really good to me. <laughs> well, it's good to see that you're getting a bit more confidence in yourself. Yeah. You all pet... Uh, Shuey's head. Tussle Aww. his hair. Aww. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, she kind of chuckles at that too. <laughs> Stop. 
And then I kill him. <laughs> you know, no, like you're like grape. rubbing his hair and then suddenly... <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what about a Viath? What's he doing? Yeah, so I was gonna have a Viath comment. This is a great idea. Is there anything I can do to help? Shitty thinks. And he's like, Yaya, you wanna. <clears throat> Sorry. Yaya, you wanna. <laughs> what do I wanna say? I was gonna say, you wanna party too? No, that's not. You wanna party? Yaya, you wanna help? Yes. Um, he thinks. He's like, oh, I have an idea. And then he'll like take a bias to the side and like start rambling. I'm not gonna do that because <laughs> uh, I don't know what he would say. But also, I want the event to be a secret. So, but it is. It does involve music, though, huh? It does involve music and a performance of some sort. Oh, they will look to Brandy. And be like, have you ever danced before? Uh, dance? Uh, no, not really. I think my, uh, <laughs> my MOR got, uh, two left feet. <laughs> I'm sure you're great at it, but even so, you don't have to be great at it to have fun. Huh. Well, we'll, uh, we'll see about that. Not, uh, not too sure it's my thing. Well, I'm not a great dancer either, but I... <laughs> He looks over the flyer thing, and he's like, I'm sure it'll be a great time. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fun. Can Yaga help Shui pass out the flyers? Oh. Yes, he would love to. Oh. A bit too much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Take the flyer! <laughs> he's gonna pass the flyer out twice to the same person sometimes. Alright, I'll roll for an NPC. So you're wandering around, and you actually find yourself in... Uh, like a little clearing area after you've passed out a bunch of these flyers. It's kind of off to the side near the entrance of the um, back gate. Um, and you find Libris, who's kind of like currently leaning up against the back wall. Just seems like she's staring up at the sky. Every now and again, she like raises a hand to block the sun from her eyes and blinks. Is Aviath with Shui? Uh, that's up to you. I don't know. I, fi- I figured Aviath would split up just to like... Pass it out to as many people as possible in a shorter time. You hear Aviath in the distance. Have you heard of Shui's consort and Claytor? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Both together in the same night? <laughs> he would wave to Libris, be like, Libris, I have an invitation for you. It's not related to Claytor this time. Or is it? Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? He's like hiding a vial behind his back. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> hiding mini Bibles he made himself. <laughs> Okay, um, well, Shui sees Libris, and is like, oh, Master Libris! Um, she kind of blinks a little bit, looks like she may have been about to doze off, leaning against this wall, um, and looks over to him, she's just like, oh, hey, Shui! And she runs up to her, and he's like, uh, I have something for you, and then he'll pull out the flyer, and he's like, ta-da! Uh, she takes it from you, and looks it over. Um, and smiles and laughs a little bit. She's like, oh, this is adorable. Did you make this yourself? Uh, uh cheeks red. <laughs> um, he did. And I think it's a great idea. It'll help everyone to stay at ease as we train. I think it's a wonderful idea, too. We don't do a lot of stuff like this. Uh, my common handwriting isn't very good, but... I think it looks just fine. <laughs> it's unique. <laughs> She's uh, like, oh, this is common? 
Oh no! <laughs> Chewy! <laughs> um, they did these kind of things all the time in Greenflower. Oh, Greenflower, is that where you're from? Uh, he nods his head. He's like, close. I, I'm from Moonfoam. It's really close to Greenflower. Moonfoam. She blinks her eyes a little bit at that, and she's just like, hmm, haven't been there in a while. You've been there before? Oh, yes, when I was younger. He thinks for a bit, and he's like, I wonder if you met my mom. What was her name? And he uh, smiles, like, real wide, and he's like, her name was Sumi. Sumi. Oh, she was one of the sword singers, wasn't she? He shakes his head, or, you know, nods his head, not, yeah, not me. <laughs> uh, he nods his head, uh, like, really excitedly, and it's like, she was super strong. Or, at least that's what I was told. <laughs> yes, I heard about your parents. They were an interesting duo. He kind of laughs. Uh, he's gonna, like, admittedly say, like, I don't know too much about them, but I love hearing stories. Oh, I know a lot about them. His eyes, like, twinkle, twinkle, twinkle. Can you tell me some? Sure. Do you know... Let's see. Your father was a human, right, then? If your mother was the elf? He nods. Okay, well... Do you know the name of your mother's blade? Looks puzzled. <laughs> Nope, hard question for him. Uh, he shakes his head and he's like, no, I don't. She grins very big at that and she's just like, your mother had the lover's blade. <gasps> That's in. <laughs> That's so cute. And she's like, the lover's blade? Yes, it was a very rare sword. One of the few that had its ability, it could... Divide into two, actually, and as long as your mother and father were holding hands, they both could wield them, even though he was a human. <gasps> That's so cool, he says, and he's like looking at her by it. Like, my parents are so cool. That is a cool sword, but if they stopped holding hands, would one of the swords just disappear? It would. That's sort of how it would work. It started off as a great sword, and then it would divide into two long swords. Such an interesting ability. Although, holding hands constantly, I don't know if that's the most practical way to fight. But it is very interesting. It had a little bit more of a practical use. Elven swords allow the user to... They allow the user to extend their life a bit. Your aging slows by half. So, when they would sleep at night, she would divide the sword and make sure your father had one. And then they could live longer together. That's so cute. That's adorable. <laughs> No, um, I remember when, like, Avise was like, I'll teach you a thing or two about love, and you find out she's mom had the lover's blade. <laughs> I like you. Anyway. I wonder... I wonder if my sword and her mom's would have gotten along. Who knows? Elven swords. It's, it's pretty hit or miss if they get along with each other. I mean, usually they have different gods and goddesses. So, if they don't get along with the god or goddess that made that one, usually the swords don't get along either. Shui kind of thinks for a bit, and he's like, Hey, Master Libris. Yes? You, you know a lot about elven swords, huh? They interest me. He kind of holds up his own, and he's like, I don't know much about them, or where they come from, or really how they are made. 
Master Dashi, she taught me some things, but <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he's just like, but it's hard to recall a lot of what she said. Hmm. Well, let me see yours then. Let me take a look. He looks at his sword, and before he like hands it over, he's gonna go like, "Is that okay?" He says to his sword. There is a long pause, and you don't get an answer back. She kind of tilts his head. He looks at Libris. Mm, no, never mind. Yeah, he'll just give it to her. Uh, she takes it, and when she takes it for a moment, she furrows her brow a bit, um, and you can hear like a very sharp, audible gasp from your sword when she touches it. And she just goes, oh, no, 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 you're okay. And then uh, she's like, are you okay? Are you hurt? His sister's sword. Intimidating. <laughs> What's that, Libris? What's she looking like? She looks concerned, like when she's holding it. And she's like, I seem to have frightened it. Should be nods his head like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can tell. It's a very young sword. Seems like it was recently made. Should we thanks for a bit. Who was it that told him that it could have been one of the newer swords? Dashi. Dashi said she had seen nine of the ten blades, but had not seen the tenth, and so she assumed this was the tenth. And then Winona also told you that they pop up every now and again. Master Dashi hasn't seen the Beast Blade before. Beast Blade? Is that what this is called? He nods his head. She's looking it over a bit, and she's like, no, that doesn't seem right. Huh? <laughs> Beast Blade. Nope. She gives it back to you. <laughs> she looks confused. I don't know its name, but that doesn't. Seems like a placeholder. Did someone else tell you that name when they gave it to you? Sure, he kind of sighs. <laughs> he kind of groans. And he's like, Ugh, was that a lie too? I don't think it's a lie. It's just not fully correct, if that makes sense. Maybe a synonym? Mistranslation between languages? Maybe it was supposed to be Best Blade. <laughs> You're a funny one. Shuey laughs. Uh, <laughs> maybe. And he looks at his sword a little bit longer. And I don't think I'll do this interaction now, but uh, later on, he'll probably ask the sword uh, if it knows its name. Libris kind of gives both of you a nod, and it's just like, um, well, I should stop toasting off and get back to my duties, probably. You have to come to the concert. To the concert? Yes, yeah, the flyer we gave you. Oh, right. She looks down at it. She, like, seems like she already spaced it out. <laughs> Sorry, bit forgetful. I will make sure I hold on to it so I don't forget. He, uh, bows to her. And he's like, thank you, Master Libris. And I look forward to your training. <laughs> I look forward to it, too. It's been a while. <laughs> she kind of shoes you off a little bit. And I was just like, all right, go on ahead. I have meetings and things to go to. Uh, she nods and you know, runs away. Uh, runs off and waves at her. 
She waves back. Trying to drag it by it, but like literally. <laughs> As she's waving, she seems like she's distracted by like a fucking butterfly that goes past and like stops waving and looks at it. <laughs> Farewell and have a nice day. And Avaith also starts leaving, but he doesn't run like Shui, so I guess he starts falling behind. Alright, was there any scenes that Theo and Brandy wanted to do? I don't know, is there? I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I don't have um, anything specific. I guess they hang out, probably. I guess Theo would ask how he's doing, because he took his bandages off. So Theo will eye his arms again, because the only time he had done that previously is when Theo was like on the subject of them. And with his knowledge of them being kind of unfortunate sort of meanings, um, he would probably ask. He looks at them and it's uh, like, uh, so how are you doing, Brandy? Uh, I mean, you know, about as good as you can be here, I guess. Why? How about you? Uh, well, I don't know. I guess I'm nervous for Peter's final, but, uh, well, the main reason I was asking was because of, uh, your, your arms. You took your bandages off. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess I forgot to put the bandages back on. I mean, you don't have to put them back on. Unless you feel like you need to. Uh, I don't know. I was just... I guess I got distracted. Or just in a rush this morning or something. I don't know. Hmm. Well, yeah. Um, as long as you're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing fine. No need to worry about me. How about you? How are you, uh, holding up here? Well, about as... About as good as how you responded. Um, you know. I mean, I've been away from home before. For a good while, but... I don't know, something... Probably about the reason why we're here. It's like, I guess just nervous around here. Yeah, things around here are uh, certainly interesting, huh? Yeah, but I guess I mean, if we need to be here. Uh, yeah. I guess so. We could always run. He says with like a smile. <laughs> Do you think they would... <laughs> You think they will let us? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but it's a fun thought. I'm sure they'd hunt us down. <laughs> yeah. But it's for our protection. He like does a little point. <laughs> yeah, for our protection, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Even though there's a, a spooky creature in here. Yeah, and we're going to be training in the middle of the night, and... Yep. When it's supposed to come out. You but know. we're going to be outside the walls. Oh yeah, so it's even more safe. Yeah. <laughs> if we do run into anything, I'll tell you what. I'll get the two of us out of there real quick. <laughs> well, um... <laughs> cool. 
I wouldn't want to abandon the others, but uh, the sentiment is nice. Yeah. I guess that's true, but, you know, things get hairy. It's good to have an escape plan. And I got one. I got a bit of magic up my sleeve and learn a couple new things here and there. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> anything really cool? I mean, I could... I don't want to... Hmm. I could show you, I guess. It's really loud, though, from what I recently learned. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Well, um, there was a clearing not far, so... Sure. A little pond, so... Uh, yeah, let's, uh, go do that. Let me, let's go over there, actually. And out of the way. What is he gonna show? Okay. Uh, well, first off, how deep is the pond, Cassie? Just a couple feet. Okay, no, I'm not gonna do that then. I was gonna have him try and land in it, but that would be bad. That'd be a bad call. He's gonna splatter if he does. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, he he's gonna look to Theo. He's gonna tell Theo. He'll be like, "You uh, you stand on the other side of the pond. All right. Uh, uh okay." He'll go that way. Because this has some uh, kickback, I guess is the best way to put it. <laughs> oh, alright. Um, what exactly are you doing? Uh, it's a new spell here. And he starts to like rub his hands together a little bit. And you can see like for a sec like a bit of like energy like crackling like little sparks in his hand. Um, before this big boom of thunder goes off as he casts Thunderstep and fucking teleports 300 feet away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Or no, sorry. He teleports 90 feet away. The boom can be heard from up to 300 feet away. I was like, 300 feet? What? No, no, no. The boom can be heard from 300 feet away. He can teleport up to 90 feet away. So he will teleport 90 feet away. And then do it again and teleport back. Theo, like, I guess, not startle startle, but like, kind of does like a, because it's loud. So he, he startles a bit at that, um, each time. But he, he'll start clapping on the other side of the, of the little pond. And he's like, that was great, Brandy. When he teleports back, his hair is like fucking like, slicked back real, like, you know, the shit they do and fucking it's just like yeah yeah <laughs> super you're... like frizzed out <laughs> your hair uh felt the effects of it oh shit and he like starts running his fingers through his hair <laughs> yeah that uh <laughs> that, that tracks yeah i'm still getting used to that one but it's a it's a new little new little trick Theo jogs back around the pond area to go back to him. He's like, well, it was super cool. <laughs> Thanks. The only thing I've learned recently is, um, a new language. <laughs> oh. Been studying that? Yeah, I've been spending a lot of time in Estelle's uh, library. Well, nice. What'd you, uh, what'd you pick up? Infernal. Cock's head to the side? Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I thought it would be interesting. 
That certainly is an interesting choice. Uh, actually speak that one too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Maybe you can quiz me. And speak of the <laughs> fucking devil as you guys are talking about the library, you see um, a very annoyed looking Estel coming out of one of the buildings nearby and walking towards you both. Oh, fuck. Theo uh, looks nervous <laughs> instantly. <laughs> uh, do you think this is about your loud noise? Yeah, I'm almost positive it's about my loud noise. Well, we can pretend that we don't know anything about it. <laughs> yeah, totally. We could do that right now. She's watching us and walking towards us. Right yeah, she now. she's walking super fast with her like arms to her sides, like rushing towards the you both, um, but at a reasonable pace, not running. Um, <laughs> um, Fucking Terminator walking towards. She, she approaches, and it's just like, what was that? I don't know. You heard it too. Roll a deception check. <laughs> Theo was about to speak, but he hears Randy say that, and then he bites his tongue. I got a pretty good deception. I got a high charisma. 13. <laughs> you beat her. Um, <laughs> discombobulate! Discombobulate. <laughs> um, she's kind of looking between you two suspiciously, because um, you didn't get that much higher than her. And like, in looking at the pond and then looking back to you two, and it's just like, did you see anyone in this area in the last few moments? Uh, nope, just us. No, just us. Then where did that sound come from? Looks up to the sky. What does the sky look like right now? Is it cloudy at all? No. I don't know. That's a good question. She sighs a little bit at that, and it's just like, do I need to put more wards up in this area too? I think it might have just been thunder. Thunderstorm far away. There's not a cloud in the sky. Maybe it's further away. She's just giving you this look like, you idiot. <laughs> and is looking back kind of towards the pond, like she's trying to, like, suss out if there's something in it that could have made that noise. Um, and then looks back to the both of you and she's like, well, maybe a different spark was practicing some magic within the walls. It is important that, especially in this area near the library, we keep volume at a low. Some of us are doing research. Uh, right, right, right. Gotcha. Well, good thing we weren't being loud then. Yeah, if you see anyone practicing magic that would create such a loud noise, please tell them to be quiet. Sure thing. Will do. She kind of is still looking at you suspiciously and is turning around and like muttering under her breath as she goes back towards the library. So Theo basically throughout that whole interaction after he spoke and... <laughs> It led to her being like, so what was it then? Uh, so basically he just like had, was like biting his lip and his face was really red because like he doesn't get in trouble ever. So he's like, <laughs> <laughs> but also he seems like he's kind of holding in laughter too. Yeah, Brandy looks down at him with a smile. It's like, well, <laughs> that was a, uh, you know, little, uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a little too uh, close for comfort, huh? <laughs> it's what they get for all their lies. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can keep a few secrets of our own, huh? Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the episode. Today, you're going to hear me horribly pronounce who we're advertising, which is World of, here we go, 
world of Wil Wilderer. Wilderer? Wil <laughs> I'm giving it my best here. Um, I think it's Wilderer. World of Wilderer. That sound right to everyone? Anyway, you can find them on Twitter at Wilderer or at W-Y-L-D-R-V-I-R. Yes. <laughs> They'll also be linked in our show notes uh, because I'm sure that was a little hard to follow. Uh, but anyway, they are a group of nerdy friends playing through their own tabletop RPG system as a podcast. They're a totally free and new tabletop RPG system that has been working in a combat-free and wholesome Saturday morning cartoon style of world with adorable art and simple roleplay-focused storytelling. Their group of young travelers go around the six city-states of Wilderer and beyond to see new magical creatures, make new friends and rivals, and grow closer as an adorably awkward found family. New episodes are released every other Wednesday with amazing guest star playtests of the system going up on off weeks. The game system itself is fully free to play, and the multiple books written for the system are in the show notes of every episode so you can run through the world yourself. Go check them out when you have a chance. Before we leave, thank you as well to our patrons, especially our high-tier ones, Mr. Bakudan Vessel, and a new one this week, Maria Celine. If you're liking the series so far, consider leaving us a review. It warms our hearts and whatever weird algorithm podcasts use, and we greatly appreciate the support. Bye for now, fellow sparks. We'll see you next time.